Welcome to Canberra. Metalheads. Season 1. The Archives. Alright, let's keep it. guys to come in and share their time with us and share their time with you guys we really hope you enjoy the interview guys stick around for an interview with nick and james from clara dash here on canberra metalheads hey going fellas good good good, good. good thanks good. that's awesome that's wicked thanks so much for coming in by the way guys no worries happy to be here yeah wicked. <laughs> i'm hanging out with uh benny benfagor and marky malpas so, uh, first question we got for you guys: um, How did you guys all meet? I mean, you've got a fairly big lineup um, over the years, and um, I've seen seen members um, around all the time. What 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 sort of um, pulled you all together into this band? Well, I came down from Sydney about six years ago, I think, and um, I hooked up with a couple of members. We came together in the band, um, and we've had change ups as we've gone through. But Nick has been there from early days. Um, we knew him from other bands and, you know, stole him. There's actually a funny story about how I joined the band was uh, the original bass player from Memoriam was the original bass player for Cloud Ash. Okay. And I'd replace him in both bands. <laughs> um, but I remember the first time, one of the first time I met James was in the Memoriam jam room at Black Sun. Yep. And I was just hanging out there while Cloud Ash was jamming. And James walks in and goes, oh, look, a new member of the band. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like a year later, I was a member of the band. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Say it until it's true. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's got the national bassist here for Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if, uh, if Matt McCohen joins a band, I would have joined it after him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it works. <laughs> he, he always gets the position open for you to come and fill it. Yeah. yeah. Like when someone warms a seat for you. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you sit down, you're like, ah, yes. <laughs> Already warm. Yeah. Uh, Stuart, um, our drummer, he came to my we had like a house party thing and he came and um yeah it was late into the night and um yeah we're playing guitar in one of the rooms and i had an electronic drum kit set up and you know i hear this rumble and i turn around and there's this red-haired little monster going (laughs) and yeah he was just smashing out he was um yeah he was crazy and i just sat there and oh oh i gotta remember (laughs) that and um yeah when i found out he's you know you know massive drummer not in a band, and it's like, whoa, 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 it's like a unicorn. <laughs> yes, yeah. need to get him. And, um, yeah, Josh, he was, I think he moved back to Canberra uh, from Melbourne, and Nick knew him, and we got together and kind of met up and, yeah, had a couple of jams and wrote a couple of stuff, and it was just like, you know, he's almost like my brother. It was like, yeah. you know, such a good mesh with yeah, music. Um, yeah, what he wrote would play off what I wrote and you know it just melded so well together plus he um, had so much music pent up that he just exploded with <laughs> ideas yeah, yeah that's wicked that's what you want though someone who can just go like bring their A game bring the you know yeah yeah well yeah. he never had much of a chance to write his own music as well yeah that's the issue that James had with his other bands as well yeah so when we finally got him on, he just went, have all of this. Yeah. Take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just take I, it. Take yeah. my life. I'm going to regurgitate stuff. Pick and choose what bits of corn <laughs> yeah. you like. Um, but yeah, no, it, yeah, that was really good. And that's been the lineup for ooh, a while. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, yeah that's wicked, man. Yeah. No, it's it's good to hear how bands meet because a lot of the time all we see is what's on stage. Yeah. And you you kind of it's, it's good to put a story behind like what's in front of us. Mm. So it's really cool. Like it, you guys look aesthetically pleasing as well as a whole band. Like it looks like you fit together, which is awesome. Yeah, and you know it's good to actually have people in the band that you really get along with. That you know that's the main you'll, thing. You chat and you know hang out and yeah shoot stories all the time. So yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah wicked. Like always. A good band lineup is a bunch of dudes that would otherwise still be mates anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I like to Definitely. think of it yeah. like that. Well, if you've ever gone on tour with a bunch of people or gone away, you've got to be mates otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, otherwise you're just sitting around going, yep, yep, okay. Especially uh, to Japan. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll definitely be able to get into that later. I think there's some going to be some cool stories about oh, yeah. you know traveling. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping arrangements. Whoa, yes. Yeah, especially in in um, like a, a location you're not used to. You know, like if it's not like, I mean, obviously if you if you're local in in town, you you can always work something out. But when you're somewhere where you don't know the surroundings, it just adds a whole new level of fear. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. when you really test the friendships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one knows the language. Everyone's you know a bit seedy after the night before, yeah, and you're yeah, like ah. Yeah. Oh. And you know, I think I did a month of Japanese before <laughs> in my schooling days. And so I was like, whoa, <laughs> apparently that's advanced compared to everyone else. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm the dedicated translator. <laughs> yeah, Yay. like four words. <laughs> Food, hello, and goodbye. Yeah, yes. it, it just makes... I, I had a friend that um, went over to France and they said all they needed, all they learnt before they went was uh, cafe latte and croissant. So they gained like 15 kilos while going there. Ah, it's good. you got to make it work. Yeah. Right. So I've been fanboying over this question for a while. So what was it like opening for Cradle of Filth? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. We had high hopes. You know, they were coming to Canberra. We were launching the album. We were kind of hoping it would all line up and, yeah. you know, we'd be chosen the support. But, yeah, it was absolutely surreal. Um you know, getting on the stage, seeing all their equipment, getting really excited. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen them live before, so no, it was, it was, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. Because that was um, my first time seeing you guys live as well. So it was like, it was a pretty, ah. pretty intense night for me. And I was just, I was just blown away by everything. Like, just, oh, I, I couldn't even put into words, like how, how good that night is and how good, like, you guys were a choice for, like, the lineup. Like, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, and, you know, we rocked in and saw them um, doing their sound check as well. And so it was the, you know, internal screams going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, little teenagers <laughs> going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we got in the, you know, little special VIP back room. Yeah. We're like, whoa. <laughs> this we're is like, really happening. Yes. Yeah. We've gone up a notch here. <laughs> well, a back room that we don't have to share with four other bands. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta love it when you can watch a band do their sound check and get blown away like you would if it was an like the actual show. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they were sound checking. I came in after, um, and everyone that was on the bar at that night was just going like, "You just missed sound check," as if oh, I just missed the actual show. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of my fault because he had to come and pick me up. Ah. Uh, so like, I, I hear the story a lot. <laughs> For shame. Yeah. I make sure that I use it for when I'm driving him back to his place <laughs> so I can just remind him like what driving him to places has done to me. <laughs> You've taken away the key moments <laughs> in my life. Yeah. It remind, uh, reminds me of one time we went, I was, my brother was staying at my place and we went up to the bar to watch a, um, a band there and um, it was actually in Human Remnants and they come out and Dave's all sweaty mm -hmm. and um, Luke just goes, why are you sweaty, man? <laughs> 
and he's like oh we just played and Luke just turns to me and he's like I told you we couldn't have a roast before the gig oh <laughs> uh, yeah I went through a phase of thinking that uh, like an appropriate time to cook a roast is like maybe 45 minutes <laughs> the beauty of air fryers man they just throw the complete dynamic of cooking a roast out <laughs> Um, yeah, but back, back on track, sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just watching their setup as well, um, you know, an ultra-professional band, you can tell that they've done, yeah. you know, so many gigs. You watch, you know, Danny Field walk up and he's doing... And yeah, it's yeah just, he's got it's amazing brutal highs. Yeah. Like. And I heard stories, oh, you know, it's Cradle of Filth, he can't do his highs, you know, it's a bit of a dodgy oh, yeah. show. But watching him, and yeah. they played for... An hour and maybe forty minutes. I think it was crazy. An hour and 40, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching him do like, yeah, it was just mind mind. Shows, shows the big league. Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy, all the music, man. their songs, I recognize sounded yep. just like I remember from the CDs yep. when I was a kid. Yeah, like mm. exactly. That's literally like what everyone's told me so far when I talk about that gig. Yeah. yeah, certainly. Like my first album I ever bought, metal album, was Damnation in a Day. Yeah, that was mine too. Yeah, and I've still got the shirt at home. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sick. Yeah, like so. What happened with that was uh, I, my brother actually bought it, and um, because we had a f- mutual friend that liked Cradle of Filth, and we were like, "Hey, there's that band that he was showing us." And I happened to have a Pantera poster he really wanted, so we did a swapsie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and um, I think he still got the poster, but I definitely still have the album. So. <laughs> But, you know, it's so crazy to just think that, like, such a massive international band, like, was available here for, for us to watch. It's so, so, so close. That's yeah. Like, that was what I was most surprised about because every, everywhere just sort of dismisses Canberra. They just go to Sydney, Melbourne, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting because, you know, bands come from all over the world and yep. just to have, you know, the Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and that's it, three shows, yeah. you're like, oh, they yeah. might squeeze Perth in. Adelaide always gets shunned because, yeah. you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> just like camera um yeah. but you know it's um yeah it, it is you know a real treat when they yeah. actually come and you know you look yeah, at you look at the bands last year there was you know destroy 666 inquisition were yeah. going to come and we were going to support that and yeah venom you know there's just you know cattle decapitation there's yeah. just heaps and we got but like satirical coming even up bands like uh dragon force oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a massive dragon force like that was another yeah. 15 year old me band like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely amazing that all what was the selection process like so how how did you like win support was there like a contact chain or something or? yeah well um you know i guess being in they a just young... heard james brutal highs <laughs> like, nah, yeah. these these guys are it they did like google black metal band <laughs> camera oh look <laughs> no um cameras actually get some pretty good black metal bands but um we used to be like a young band and kind of wait until the opportunities came to us yeah um you know you don't really get anything unless you go for it. Yeah. And so we, you know, realized a while back, uh, find that who's bringing them, you shoot them an email, you know, you do that a couple of times, you talk to a couple of people, you get your contacts, um, you know, through that, that's how we send out our promos for our albums and get reviews and stuff like that. We kind of, you know, do it all ourselves these days. Um, But yeah, we sent them an email and said, hey, here's us, we're in Canberra, we'd like to support, we've got, uh, hunk of chunk of music um, yeah. heaps of live stuff you know an album coming out around the same time we would love to you know 
do the support did you send them like some sample music over as well or did you yeah well we've got the band camp we usually put in yep. put in there we've got like an electronic press kit yep. which shoots off and it says a list of all our uh, shows yep. uh, reviews you know pictures yeah, and all that stuff it's you know kind of a necessity, yeah. necessity these days <laughs> if you don't kind of have a um a press kit to shoot people and people yep. can look at a glance and see what you're all about yeah. you know no one wants to really troll through a facebook page if you're trying yeah, to look for no, bands yeah um but you know yeah we've um We've been on a couple of Destroyer Lions shows before, um, supporting uh, Navy Viscaros as well. Yep, so yep. we've got our contact there, and we're like, hey. T -t -t -t. So, yeah. yeah. That's wicked. Yeah, it must have felt pretty good when Danny shouted out your band's name. Oh, like, yes. That was, yeah, even that was... I got the, even I was happy about that. Yes, yes. Well, um, yeah, I got it on my phone as well. So, oh, a little video. Nice. so nice. yeah, we'll do a shout out as soon as I can. Um, <laughs> and just say thanks to everyone as well. And, yeah, yep. you can check that out. It's just. Yeah, just yeah. watching everyone cheer as well. Yeah, it was wicked. Yeah. yeah such a red line. The, the best part was um, when he made everyone yell it out again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on, people. Yeah. 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 Although, the, oh, man. I can't he did say, I don't mean to be rude, but that didn't sound like you <laughs> have it. Yeah. Like, I love that. You know, yeah. still still was a gentleman about it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's English. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it was... I can't believe that they blew the blew the speakers. Or oh, what was it? The power. Yeah, the power. Yeah, the power. Yeah, power. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you it was good, though. They had like a 35-second turnaround. It was all back up and running. I mean, that was so good. Yeah, it's happened at the basement before, so they knew exactly <laughs> where it was. Yeah. And boom, boom. Um, which is great because, you know, something like that can cascade. And <laughs> but they, they, yeah. they were so nice about it as well. Because, you know, like, because it was right. Like, he even said it was right at the part of his favorite, favorite part of that song. And, like, when I seen them all walk off, I was like, ah. That's it. They're yeah. done with that. Like, yeah. no, they came back on. They just went straight into it. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. And you're like, yeah. oh, is someone going to lose their head? Yeah. No, no, good. Someone's getting fired. Someone's yeah. going to become a stage prop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, the drummer's like in his little booth. He's probably not even aware. He's probably going, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. I was that as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to love that. I, uh, like, they have some amazing techs at the, at the basement and, um, I think that they have a good lineup to support internationals as well. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, getting up on stage and looking at their rig because we all have to set up in front of the uh, band yeah, as well. And we're like, ooh, and yeah, they're, they're in ear mics <laughs> and they've got that and they've got like, oh, they've taken every single PowerPoint and every single lead. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we got like this massive extension lead, pour it through, and then Nick and I go, uh, let's, uh, you know, not do wireless tonight because we <laughs> physically can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, it's one of those fun things that, yeah, you jump on and just yeah. make, it ha make it happen. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, you guys did brilliant, though. I like I had to, Cheers. I loved it. Yeah, nice tight set, man. Um, so, how was recording the cleansing album compared to your um, your current album? The comparison between those two. Yeah, well, um, cleansing. Oh, we we kind of worked on it for about a year, and it was getting to a point where we really wanted to record it. Um, and yeah, we had a few setbacks, but we kind of gave ourselves, you know, self-imposed deadlines, and we're like, okay, let's start moving. Um, and in that time. Uh, we changed guitarists and drummer, so we kind of had to fill in those spots. And so we got um, Dutch from Memoriam to the drums on that. Um, and so I worked with him to do the, you know, pre-production of the drums. And you know, he, he set up with him and say, "Oh yeah, this is what I want." And he's like, "Oh, you mean this?" Duh, 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 duh. And like four minutes later, he's written the song. You're like, uh, "Yeah, okay, yeah." <laughs> um, yeah, he's a phenomenal um, guy, and you know, you, you just see how much you know how the quality jump that um the cleansing had compared to the previous release the sound and the drums it was just so 
more polished, I guess. Um, but we had the whole setup done in my home studio. So a lot of the times I was, you know, two o'clock in the morning, sitting there, you know, playing. It's like 12 hours long, you know, I've got to go to work in a couple hours. Oh, well, I'll just keep going. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had uh, Dan and Grant as my housemates and, you know, you know, they all went to sleep as I was doing vocals and they wake up in the morning and they're like, you're still going? Well, okay. <laughs> and um, there was one, one time where I was doing the clean vocals for The Wolves Are Fed Tonight and it's got the clean vocals and yeah. I was I was doing that and I stopped and opened the door to get a glass of um, water and I could hear them going, la, 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 la. <laughs> and then the next room, Grant would go, la, 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 la. And they're like singing to each other. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like two, four o'clock in the morning, go to bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> you uh, love that. Oh, I guess it's good about living in a house with other people that are in, into music. There's, they've got like that understanding what it's like to record an album. Yeah. Well, at the same time I was recording The Cleansing, that was my first album I recorded along with the Amorium album, Universum. Yeah. And I was sort of at James's house like twice a night, twice a week at least. Yeah. Was with Dan recording Amorium and James recording Cloud Ash. Just makes more sense. Yeah. So I was there quite a lot. And so recording that the album unpaid was, was good for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we should have uh, we should have worked out something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, recording that album was interesting because it was obviously with the Amorium album was the first album I'd ever recorded. So. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty good album for your first. For yeah. Your first. Well, James does a lot of the um the bass um building for every song, so yeah. I can just sort of jump in and go. This is what he's already written because he's played bass for bands before, yeah. so he sort of knows what he wants. Yeah. Then I can just jump in and go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'll change that a little bit. Add a little bit here. Yeah. Just tweak it. Yeah. That sounds right. Wicked, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess um. Uh, it's a almost frustrating process recording because I was recording for the guitars, the other guitars, the bass player, doing all the vocals. So I heard the songs probably, you know, in excess of 500 times before they had even been mixed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's sitting there like, okay, keep going. Uh, no, do it again, do it again, do it again. No, do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the amount of times you're just like, okay. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, military the, style going, no, 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 because, you know, you want it as good as you can. And if oh, you're doing yeah. it at home, um, you know, it's only time that's really costing you. Yeah, yeah and not yeah, that's pic time. Picks or strings or whatever you do. How did you, do you, so have you got like your bedroom properly soundproof then or? No, um, that was in the lounge room. So yeah, we okay. all go for like guitars. Yeah, it's already yeah. all DI straight in, yeah. um, nice and clean. And then yeah. they get reamped later. So you don't have to worry about the sound, yeah. which is great. Um, what about the immense vocals? For the vocals, yeah. I set up my little vocal booth. So it depends on where I am. Sometimes I had a, um, for the new album, I got two bookshelves put them side by side, slammed yeah. it in the corner of a room and I put like a blanket thing on the top and I'd sit there and one of the shelves was for my laptop and I'd sit there and, you know, have a little yeah. light and go, nah, 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 and, you know, do back and forth. And, oh, yeah, um, you know, I had like the partner and kids <laughs> asleep <laughs> next door and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, he's doing vocals, okay. Well, they know what I'm doing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes like when I do the demos of the stuff, I was sitting on my couch and I was, you know, going through Netflix and I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just stop and do something during the ads yeah. or, you know, in a break. And so, yeah. you know, I got like a, a doona over my head and then yeah. I've got, you know, the mic and I'm just like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. And, you know, that's, it's, that's intense. Yeah. I, I think if I ever had to track any vocals for anything, I would just record me building the bookshelves and there'll be enough yells and screams. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Get something yeah. from my Kieran. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yes. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, um, 
yeah, it's a crazy, crazy process building it all together and, you know, because it's at home and, you know, trying to be as, you know, as much of a perfectionist yeah. as you can, you just layer and layer and nup, 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 do it better, do it better. And yeah, the cleansing was built um, quite f- quickly because we wanted to, um, you know, have that kind of deadline yeah. done. Um, whereas the new album, we kind of said, all right, We've got a bunch of new people in here. This was Stuart's first album on the drums. We really wanted his input, not necessarily like um, Dutch doing the drums at the end. We wanted, you know, it built. Yeah. Um, Josh did a few riffs and a couple of bits and pieces on the cleansing album, but this this was very much a collaboration. He would write something, I would write something, we'd meld it together. We used Guitar Pro to build it, so, you know, we could do things pretty quickly, um, you know, by the internet flick it through yeah um and you know we could go outside what we would normally play and then play it and go it's playable but i can do that and it makes it more cool or you know i can you know instead of doing that four times i can change it every single time and make it more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more harder on us and you know and oh yeah i can do that and that and that and by doing that i heard the songs probably I don't know, a thousand times this time um, yeah <laughs> well yeah and you know it, it kind of gets you to that point where you, you really do love it because otherwise you wouldn't be yeah, doing it. Exactly. Um, so bits, you know, change. And I think that's why the songs are so, you know, well constructed from our point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they've been built on, you know, changed. More people have had their input. Um, a lot of the risk, you know, we've played to Stuart and Stuart's done some drums and we're like, okay, that's like a completely different take because previously I used to write the music and I already, like, I'd write a riff and I would already know what the drums, the vocals, the bass and where it was going. But this one I was kind of like, I'll just let that go. It'll flow from the other band members and it'll become what it becomes. Um, And, yeah, so it was very organic. Um, Yeah, and it was, yeah, I think it's turned out really well. It, yeah, was over two years of work. Yeah, right. Definitely gave us some loving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was built with we'll everyone together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's wicked, guys. Yeah, mm. no, it's awesome. Yeah, you're definitely a personal favorite band of mine. Mm, oh, thanks. Yeah, I love you. Just, I'm sort of fanboying here at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an autograph later. It's okay. Thanks, man. Can you sign our set list? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll go into the next question. So, who are your main influences of band? Like, what music bleeds from other bands into your band? Yeah, well, um, I guess we all have our interests, but... Um, I think I know per- James is personal. <laughs> would probably yeah, would be Aglock. Yeah, I mean, there's Aglock, there's, you know, Enslaved, Walls in the Throne Room, um, Hypocrisy. We've kind of got the Black, but we've kind of got the Death, and we've kind of got the Doom, and we've kind yeah, of got progressive. the Progressive, the Acoustic. So it's kind of hard, you kind of sit there and go what do we sound like because it's such a mold and yeah. we tried to get our own sound from the very beginning and um well you definitely got a unique sound definitely. yeah that's what drew me to you guys because like like i love black metal there's a lot of a lot of black metal bands that sort of sound a bit similar but they don't as well at the same time where you guys you've got your own unique unique style and that's what i love about you yeah and probably the best compliment i've got from someone was i can't remember who it was when it was was actually it might have been in tasmania um the one of the guys from the other band said that you guys sound like a black metal opus. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a pretty. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And it's funny because like 
as I've said, we've had members change over time, yeah. but we still kind of had that core sound. Yeah. And that might be because I write a lot of the stuff, but, yeah. you know, we have influences from other things. Depends on, you know, our lives, our situations at the time, what's going on, what are we listening to, you know, the different members bringing things. Josh definitely brought in kind of a mesmerizing kind of, you know, I, I don't even know what to say, what he brought, but, yeah, yeah. it was just uh, on another level and to, you know, yeah, mesh it all together into what it is, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I work you, man. So like, so like, but as a band, what is your so like? If you guys had to sit down and pick out one record, what what would it be to listen to if you guys are all together trying to get some inspiration or something? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking just, of that one. Just on the asking you to pick out one one record to play is for, a tough yeah. one. That is a that is a tough question. Right. What's the selection then? We'll go for a selection. Give you like five. Well, just five. Think, thinking from the last road trip, we came back. Uh, we listened to Ice Cube on that road trip. Yeah, <laughs> gotta love some Ice Cube. Yeah, I could hear the hood in um, yeah. this album. <laughs> I, could, I could definitely feel the coldness. <laughs> Um, Today was a great day. Yeah, you know, we were listening to, you know, even Perturbator, kind of that techno-y, yep. um, dancey stuff. Um, These are all questions I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh, had a, Josh had a different playlist. Yeah, yeah. Play. yeah. yeah. and he, he kind of writes that stuff now as well. Oh, look at um, What else was there? It was um... well, While you're re-listening to your album... Was was any of the members of the bands kind of like, oh, that reminds me of this song, like from another band? Was there any sort of moments like that? No, and you know, like, uh, you know, being in bands for years, I've kind of gone, you know, had the, oh, I'm gonna write this riff, and you're writing, you're like, that's so cool. Oh wait, no, that's like raining blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chuck that to the side. Whoops. Um, but yeah. So the goal is to try and make it sound as unique. Yeah. Yeah. As you possibly can in a world where most things have already been done once yeah that is hard yeah. thing about this day and age with music yeah. like back in the 90s 80s you know 70s they had a lot a lot easier time because there wasn't so much yeah it was wasn't as accessible either yeah exactly like if you wanted yeah. to listen to a city you had to go out and buy it yeah yeah now i just go to spotify and search yeah. and i've got their music <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. it's, it's probably good that you can't liken it to any specific type it means that you have such an individual and unique sound yeah and i'm uh we i did read an interview that someone a uh, review that someone did and they're like they're this band from canberra in australia it sounds like they're sucked into their own little world because they don't sound like anything but they have like so many different influences and bits and pieces, but you can't pin it. You yeah. don't know what it is. It's just awesome. And yeah. I was just like, oh, that's what know, amazing. That's yeah. wicked. That's yeah. wicked. Shout out to the person who wrote yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We've been getting some really great reviews for this. Album. Awesome. Yeah. No, that sounds amazing. Some um, of the songs have different sort of influences, like there's particular ones where I listen to it and I'm like, that's a very much of a behemoth influence that Josh yeah. has written there. Yeah, yeah. Like it's got the riff to it, then it's got the squealy bit that the girl always puts in all every song. Yeah. And then you listen to another song and it's got influence from something different. Mm. So I guess it just depends on the song itself because a lot of the songs do sound different but the same in yeah. a way. Yeah, we kind of try to let every song have its own identity so you don't listen to a song and go, okay, I've listened, I can just put that on repeat and listen to the whole album. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, even if you go from cleansing to this album, hopefully they all still had their little identity, you know, they all sound different. Um, and I think that's what some bands don't technically do sometimes. Yeah. You know, they kind of have their sound and that's it throughout the whole album and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I just need some 
something more. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a few bands. I'm not going to name any names, but like they released like over five albums, and they the first two were great, and then they've just found a sound, and now they've stuck to it. Yeah, and it's like that's cool, but that's what you did three albums ago. Yes. Yeah. How about you guys try and mix it up a bit? Yeah. Try something new because people love, people hate to love but love to hate change exactly and i mean you know if you do want to listen to that album just listen to that album yeah exactly um, you know life changes people change everything yeah. changes and you know we've definitely grown with that new album you know yeah. with our influences with the way we play um how we push ourselves and how we write you know we, we previously had just jammed stuff before and this time we jammed it we wrote it we you know, chucked everyone in together in a band room. We, yeah. you know, messed around with it as much as we could to grow these songs into what they became. We got Nick and James in the studio today, um, just trying to get a feel for a little bit of um, information about the band and some few questions to make them a bit more personable for the listeners and not just listening to the amazing music they produce. So, um, Guys, um, having fun on the show so far? Yeah, yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't have to lie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is it listening to your music back again through the <laughs> studio monitors? Yeah, it's not. It's good. It's you know, it's a process to get it all um, together. But you know, to actually listen to the final product, it's that I guess cathartic, and we've yeah. done our just that know, big ball of pride. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the journey's there. We've gone through it and we give it to everyone else and they can travel through it themselves. Yeah, they can it. make it their own. Because we all have different journeys through listening to it. So I'll listen to it and I'll love it for what it is. But then when you guys listen to it, you're listening to all the pain, the blood, the yeah. sweat, the tears, yeah. the fights, the love. Yeah. You know, it's like when you listen to a song that, you know, you and a friend listen to together. You're just like, <laughs> I remember that car trip we had when we listened to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Um, what was your most memorable gig? I mean, obviously you guys had uh, Cradle recently, but um, was there any, I mean, not so much for the, the bands, but also the story? Like, do you have any crazy stories about travelling, you know, for, to, for gigs or anything like that? Uh, uh, crazy story. <laughs> um, your face uh, just James, lit up so much. Uh, Nambai Rockets in Osaka? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. The gig itself was pretty good. Um, decent turnout. I mean, another... None of the shows except Tokyo and Japan had a good turnout anyway, but it was decent. But that was the night before we had two days off um, in Japan, and we just went out drinking. <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of party time, yeah, spent some time with the bands. Got lost. Yeah, yeah. got lost. Um, ended up in a like an alternative nightclub-y, you know, one of those you know alternative places um, that was in like an apartment block. Okay, so we right. went up, we went up like three <laughs> Space levels. Yeah, yeah, it's it's odd, you know. Go up three levels, go into this apartment, and half of the whole apartment was this, you know, pub thing. And so you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's crazy man. <laughs> but then um, some of the guys we were touring with were there, like the French guys from Spark Ground were there yep. too, and pulling their dicks out, like every chance they got to, you know. <laughs> Walk up to someone who had their back turned to them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the French guys. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This is like, um, it's how they do promotion. <laughs> Hello, we are French. <laughs> but yeah, There's a reason they scored that. That's how they, sign their, that's how they sign their contracts. <laughs> you, you guys got a digital pack to send people? They've got their own, pack. <laughs> their own digital package. Yes. Take the package now. Yours yeah. digital, theirs is physical. It's just how it works. Yeah, but um, they, they, were, they were nuts. You know, They were young guys as well, really living, living the tour life. They were, well, a couple of them were young. A couple of them looked a bit older. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Climate, that's because they example. had... 
partied quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard <laughs> to tell some like a lot of the European culture. It's just like, are you twenty four or are you forty, and you've just been smoking <laughs> since you were twenty four? You know, like, you're not yes. really sure. It's like if you start smoking when you're eight, you're gonna look forty at twenty one anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but we we had yeah, we had a big night that night. Um, we tried to be really, you know normal and kind of reserved before yeah, <laughs> although we, we did go to um sendai and it was like record level snow um just before we got there and we had aaron he was skating around on his shoes and we're like we haven't even played yet you're about to fall over the tour is about to start <laughs> you're about to break your arm and then what happens he's like da, da, da. <laughs> skipping yeah it's uh, yeah it was crazy but um yeah at osaka we had a massive night i think we went back to the hotel about four um well the, the drinks were so cheap over there oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So cheap yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i've heard they've got sort of like these like um voucher sort of things set up where they so like when i was talking to the guys from tensions arise when they did their japanese tour he said a lot of gigs that everyone would only get one drink for that like the crowd everyone as you come in you get like a beer ticket yeah, yeah they had beer tokens yeah that yeah. was a free drink with your ticket yeah yeah and then you could buy more oh okay yeah. yeah and he said a lot of the time the fans had come up at the end and they'd have like collected all their friends tickets and be like here you go have like five beers <laughs> yeah, that's probably yes. something i'll do the difference as well because we were a touring band we were allowed to bring whatever the hell we wanted in. Yeah. Like, we, were, we, were, we could just walk in with a bottle of Jack Daniels. We paid 20 bucks for it at the servo. Yeah. yeah. And we could drink it wherever we wanted and no one would stop us. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Because Plus, you know, the 7-Elevens have dollar beer and you're like, wait, dollar beer? I have, I have, <laughs> I have pockets. Yeah, hey, yeah. They had a, um, there was a, you know, the big jugs of um, oil that you can buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had those jugs filled with whiskey Oh man, that was that's my heaven. Seven Eleven yeah. brand whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's like a five liter jug or something. Seven Eleven branded whiskey. Did yeah, you say? What like, was that like? I didn't try. I wasn't uh, going. Yeah, the, the, the vodka was, was metho. <laughs> metho. <laughs> Lots yeah, of metho. It was food. in a plastic bottle. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like maybe ten bucks. It still tasted <laughs> the oil that they tipped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, bottles of Jack Daniels for like t- uh, twenty bucks equivalent. Yeah. Wow. Pack of smokes for like four bucks equivalent. Like it was. Yeah. Just it's an alcoholic Bend- dream. <laughs> vending machines on the street selling booze. Yeah, yeah. But you needed an, um, an ID card to buy vending, a smokes from a vending machine. Yeah. So over there, literally anyone could go up and buy a can of beer yeah. from a vending machine. Anyone. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. you had to be over a certain age to buy smokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, we only want you to temporarily hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we're not here for long-term pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that night, 4 o'clock in the morning, we got back. We, you know, it was a pretty heated night. We were, you know, lots of yelling, screaming. We got back. Um, we got told, yes, it's two days off. Uh, the bus goes at 8 o'clock from the venue, and we take you to uh, Kyoto. And, you know, there's two days off, da 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 um, I set I set my alarm, plugged it in. Jared set his alarm, plugged it in. Happened to knock the, both of the charges out. Oh, no. Aaron had his charger on, and I think Nick didn't even bother. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, had it, Aaron had God his it, um, iPod um, on charge. My phone was dead. The oh, whole trip, so yeah. So Aaron you got off scot free, man. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's alarm went off at like seven thirty and went eh. None of ours went off. At nine o'clock, we get a call from the hotel going. Hey, you got to get out. You know, it's checkout time, and we're like, "What time is it?" Oh my god, yeah, this! Yeah. What have we done? So we chucked everything in our bag. Like we're in a really good hotel because we wanted, you know, to, you know, actually yeah. shower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we packed everything in our thing, ran 
um, to the uh, as far the as venue. Recorded when it was snowing. Yeah, it was absolutely snowing. <laughs> and we're like, oh, this is be- ah, it's beautiful, like but you're I need like to go. An old, old style cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they did say, you know, if you're not there, we're gone, and we rock yeah. up, and they've gone. Oh, we looked no. at each other. You know, we've had this massive night. No one slept. Um, all hungover. And we're like, all right. So we went to the train station, you yeah. know, got on the local public transport, which is so not, like, not in English. Yeah. So, you know, deciphering maps and things and, you know. Did you have to get, like, pushed on, like, um, nah. seeing videos? <laughs> no, Jammed that's, on that's, that. um, that's only the subways. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But um, luckily it was only, you know, a, you know, rather close so about an hour and a half on local trains That's not too we bad. just threw money into the thing we didn't even know how much it cost we're like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> people were like falling asleep and i'm like all right here we go this way da, 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 da. yeah and yeah we got there got into the hotel and yeah oh, we fuck. passed out it was it was the most <laughs> epic journey ever that's pretty weird and we made sure we did not miss another <laughs> bus yeah, ride. it's a good lesson yeah and they were like are you guys alive where are you <laughs> so yeah we joined back the tour <laughs> continued on that was actually interesting because when we were in kyoto we had the two days off and I yep. went for a walk one morning with Aaron. Yep. Because um, we shared a room. Yep. We both snore, so we both shared a room. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that. That's completely um, understandable. And we went for a walk. It was a bit of a trek, but we were, we just remembered which way we came from. So we went down shopping centre. Shopping centre was massive. It was just yeah. so much. I don't want to say this in any racist way at all, but there's so much Asian. Like it was just so bright. Everything yeah, was yeah, so yeah. very so cultural. Very, yes, very <laughs> kawaii. Kawaii. <laughs> um, very diverse. And then we we're walking around, and then we just see the guys from Fenrir walking down the street because they're like these three bogan-looking kids. We're just like, oi! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You can like, tell you're from Sydney. <laughs> one of them's like one of them's like six foot four blonde dude. So like pretty yeah. hard to miss then. Yeah. And yeah. um. Yeah, so we just ran into them, which was kind of random because we had no idea where they were staying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we just, I think I think we lost track of time or something like that. And, but yeah, most of those two days, I just can't really remember. We just sort of slept and chilled out. And just, That's not too bad. That's all right. Yeah. Though. That's pretty cool for like when you're over in Japan. Like I, I do want to go over to Japan at one, at one stage. Yeah. But yeah, yeah if you guys do another tour over there, yeah, we'd love to. Um, we might need a roadie. Yeah, hey, and Ben's job will just be to make sure you get up at seven. <laughs> I know I'm not very good at that, but like I'll give it a go. Your band will be ready, and he'll be oh, still drinking the ten dollar whiskey from the plastic <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, we're drinking walk, oil, walk, thinking walk it's whiskey. Walking to his room, he's got the yeah, empty jug next to him. Yeah, man, keep you warm. I will look after yeah. you. Uh, also got, uh, talking about keeping warm we tried to save money so there was four of us <laughs> all the places had like three beds and so you <laughs> yeah. had like you know who drew this short straw and then you know you rotate so as long I, as you're not drawing each other's short straw yeah exactly <laughs> um, the last one in Tokyo it was absolutely freezing so we had yeah. three people in bed and um, Jared was the one with the short straw so he was on the ground <laughs> oh, no. at one stage I rolled over and my blanket was sufficiently off me so he just went no claim it so he took that um and he had to wake up at like three four o'clock in the morning and just have like a two-hour shower he was that cold oh, wow. and oh, then wow. when i woke up to have a shower he's like get bed and so he actually got like two hours of sleep while we were all getting ready yeah. so yeah it was it was pretty harsh yeah, and you know we, we definitely had the you know cheap tour lifestyle you know you can get rooms for like 20 bucks well, that, um, it's interesting that night though because we were walking to find the um place we're staying and we're all we're all wrecked yeah, I was like, I'm not walking any further. I'm just going to sit here for a while. And we ran into Aaron from Bain of Isildur. Yep. He was with the Fenrir guys. Yeah. They yep. were like 19, 20-year-olds. He was there essentially babysitting them, helping them get yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was the one who got us on the tour. And he walks up and he, we show him where we're staying because we were, we were at where he was staying. 
and he points he goes ah right there I was literally right next door and we booked these <laughs> separately like we didn't even know oh, where yeah. I was staying yeah. and in a city that big we're just like oh yeah you're that right there that is pretty, pretty yeah. big coincidence and then Jared walks out of the room, out of the hotel she went to go to the bathroom and we go alright we've got a bit of a walk ahead of us and he's like no like, right there and he's like oh, oh. awesome yeah. <laughs> and because um we, we, we only booked the room for three people. We did a bit of a... We, we realised early on that when we handed our passports over, they didn't know who to give them back to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we walked in. We took... Three of us went in, took our stuff up. Yeah. Then Aaron came back out, had a smoke with me, and we both walked back in. Yeah. And they just couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> like... All white people with long hair and beards. Are <laughs> yeah. I'm not even offended. I'm more complimented, actually. Mm. It's like a band of clones are playing for us. <laughs> Attack of the clones. Yeah. All, all of us, because Jared at the moment has shaved his head, and then but all, all of us had beards, long hair. Yeah. yeah, every single one of us. So we went through like um, the security screening, and they're like, "Congratulations, bomb test for you!" And oh yes, and you, and you, and you. It's like, oh yes, random testing. And then so, there was the um, the TV show that pulled us up in the airport. Oh yeah, they're like, oh yeah, what are you from? And we're like, oh, we're in the band. Whoa! So they're like filming us, and they're like, yeah. oh, show us your band, and you know your guitars, and yeah, that was cool. That's pretty. Cool. That's really cool. Mm. Yep, bit of free advertising. Yeah, <laughs> you can't say no. Alrighty, guys. So, where do you guys um, see yourself as a band going? Like, wh- where do you see Claret Ash? Well, yeah, I, I guess, you know, every album we look at it as a fact of what are we going to do? You know, music evolves, yeah. we evolve. Um, we've just gone through a bit of a slow time while Stuart gets his PhD sorted. Yeah. Um, and so, we'll go through probably a little bit of a slow stage while we do some more uh, writing. Yep. So I've got the next project kind of in my head, so I'm working out some of it and yeah, then I'll good. present it. Um, but I think we'll go pretty slow in the gigs this year. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, next year I think. Go hard. Yeah. So you can do a bit more like um, like um, writing and stuff this year and then, then yeah. hopefully just go bang straight next uh, next year into straight into gigs. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, and that's the thing because, you know, we're not young 12 year olds going, uh, 18 year olds going I want to take over the world I yeah, want to yeah. gear everywhere um, that was I don't even know if that was ever one of my plans to tour the world and yeah. do all that but you know playing shows is definitely fun and yeah. um, you know we put a lot of effort into our shows oh, you just definitely do like like I was saying before you's, you're just great I love, like, I'm still <laughs> fanboying <laughs> yeah but um, yeah I think I think yeah we'll definitely write some more stuff Um We've got um, a definitely you know, like a really good label behind us that's yep, um, really good at um, you know helping us get promotion and pushing yep. ourselves out. We've done Australia, you know that's what we've concentrated on for the first three albums. Yep. So yeah, so you've fr- achieved your goal pretty much for the first three. Yeah, I think so. And you know, um, it's it's a long concept um, that's strung between yep. those three albums. Yep. And um, yeah, we haven't tackled overseas much apart yeah. from touring japan and so yeah we're getting that's still pretty cool though to tour japan like yeah you know, just just when you were doing that like that's pretty that's that's pretty big yeah and we did get offered to go back uh when marduk came oh. through there and we couldn't do it so we're oh. like oh. it would have been a pretty memorable <laughs> i know uh i think it was tuck on that one too yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah so um that would have been really good but you know there's other opportunities, and I yeah, think we're right. um, moving on with um, the cleansing album there. So yeah. if we did that tour, I think it was bang smack when we were recording, so it would have been probably another six yeah. months yeah, delay. Yeah, makes sense. 
Mm. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. Um, good to know a little a few of the little stories that you don't always catch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's all we got time for today. Uh, we got for a lot of, lot of the info. It'd be good to have you guys back here and just burn for a few more questions at another time. But yeah, it's been really cool. So. Um, We've got a you got an album that's out now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure the listeners are dying to hear it. I mean, um, what's your favourite track from the from the newest album? You got the title track coming coming up next. Yeah, um, that one. Yeah, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that one. Um, <laughs> that's what you want to hear. Yeah, uh, but even the the closing track of the album, "Betrayal Am I," that. Yeah, that went through so much of an evolution. And if you ever listen to the end bit, there's like four minutes of uh, like group gang vocals, there's yeah, clean yeah, vocals, yeah. my death choir's in there. We've got like a, uh, like bells and whistles. Yep. We've got, yeah, it's just phenomenal the way I had that in my head like way, way back. And to finally, like everyone was just like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work. And I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's in here. I've got to get it out through my mouth. Yep. And, you know, in my little bookcase thing, yeah, eventually yeah. it became, and you know, it. I, I absolutely love it. I've been trying to do something like that in one of our songs for ages, and yeah, I for, really love that one. For a song that's so short, it was probably one of the hardest ones for me to learn, like just yeah. the speed of some of the parts, yeah, yeah, and the stuff that we had written into it. Um, as for favorite tracks, I like uh, was it Tears in Rain? Uh, was that renamed? No, no, that's it. That's yeah. uh, like tears and rain, yeah. Like tears and rain. That's that was probably one of my favourite to record. Yeah. That and then the, actually the title track. Um, I saved that one till very last because I really wanted to do that one last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was also a long one. Uh, it was quite simple, but it was one of my favourites. Yeah. So I'm just like I want to save that to last. Get these ones out of the way. They're a bit of a pain. So. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. no. even the start of um, the title track, it was written on guitar with multiple layers and then changing. And um, I transcribed that through Guitar Pro and Josh learnt it on piano and yeah. then did some magic around it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. really made it yeah. shine. Well, I guess it's hard to choose a favourite, but I mean, um, I think that's like very selective to the to the listener as well i mean all we can really do is supply it to them and let them make a decision of their own yeah exactly yucka, yucka, bam. 